Welcome back to the BBO show. It is Monday, so that means it's the start of a brand new week and a brand new piece of information, content, education, whatever you, however you want to describe it, or whatever you're taking away from uh, the show so far. So we're now in week three, and we're very much focusing on a completely new subject. So every week, we the idea is that Kyle uh, goes into a deep dive of a subject. Uh, then he shares that information with me and then we we apply uh, a bit of a brainstorming process on how we can then present that over this week. So we're now in a different focus mode. Um, but that being said, there's some st- still some fantastic tools that you can leverage. Two being, straight off the bat, is last week we spoke about a big list of income generation techniques that you guys can use in lockdown. It's when I say big list, it's humongous. It's over 200 different ways. 250 uh, now. So 250. <laughs> okay, so here's here's the thing. Uh 250, let's have a look at this. It's not it's not all in the Google list yet. Um Ah, okay, okay. That's that was my that's going to be my next question. Okay, so need to look it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that list uh, is 200 in the list, in the description below, you're going to find 200 methods there. And at some point in the near future, there's going to be a 250 different ways. Um, it's, it's crazy. So last week, we spoke about that list in detail. But that that is there for you. So that's number one, uh, the number one way in which you can start to benefit from the show that myself and Kyle are hosting with you guys live. Number two is join the Slack group. So that link is also in the description. And that's a place where you can actually have a chat with me and Kyle, because essentially it's very difficult for us to uh, talk to you in the YouTube comments, Facebook comments, Instagram comments, Twitch comments, because this is being live streamed everywhere. 12 o'clock every day on YouTube and Facebook, uh, Twitch, thereafter at a later point in the day so youtube youtube is probably the best place to catch us live at 12 o'clock so uh, here we are hi carl hope you're well hope you had a cracking weekend yep um what are what is the focus for this week uh what and then we can go into what we're doing today sure this is an exciting one um we actually touched upon this during the ways to make money from home uh last week and because of that i wanted to kind of go into a deep dive as harms has just talked about Each week, we're going to dedicate to a special topic. So each week, Monday to Friday, becomes almost like a course, a master, uh, a master course in master class, even in a particular topic. And this week, we want to be talking about how you as a professional, as somebody who has skills as an expert in your particular field, how you can package up that knowledge and build an online business based on your expertise, based on your skills and your knowledge. Um, okay, so that that's it. That isn't it in a nutshell. So if you've got an expertise and a skill set, what if somebody says, um, okay, let's okay, let's start with uh, who isn't this for? Okay, so we're saying that essentially we're focusing on the fact that if you've got an expertise, a skill set, uh, a professional skill set, a creative skill set, kind of just discussed last week. Essentially, how can we sell that mm-hmm. skill set online? And specifically today, uh, and what we're going to be focusing on this week is first as a product and then potentially as a service later on um, within a within a value ladder. We'll we'll explain what value ladder means. If somebody's confused at what what we mean by expert before we get into who this isn't for, what if somebody says, "Okay, what do you mean by expert business? Can you just elaborate on that? Sure. So. Even if you don't think of yourself as an expert, even if you don't think of yourself as world-class, the top of your particular field in whatever you do, you are, to some people, an expert. People mm. who don't necessarily know as much as you, um, you have skills and you have knowledge which can be monetized online. Some people, whenever we come up with this, um, so when we talk about this topic with them, they'll say, I don't have any skills, I can't do anything. Um, generally, this is not the case. Um, maybe you've just finished your GCSEs or something like that and you, you really don't have any real life experience or something like that. Even then you can like tutor people in the GCSEs. You have a skill, you have an expertise you can fall back on. Um, but generally, most people don't think they're experts because of psychological blocks. They aren't um, comfortable calling themselves an expert. They're not comfortable with what they can do. Um, so 
a lot of what we're going to be talking about today is kind of unlocking what your expertise is and how you would turn that into a product. You do not need to be the world leader. You do not need to have a Nobel Prize in your field. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you're at that kind of level, it's often debilitating. Those people aren't very good at packaging up what they know. They don't, they're so detached from amateurs in their field that they don't know what other people don't know. They take it for granted that other people um, know as much about their field as they do. So if you are the top of your field, great, good for you. You're probably not the person we're going to be talking to today. We're talking about the people who have expertise, they have knowledge, they have skills, um, which they can pass on to other people. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Because the common misconception is very simply, I am not good enough mm -hmm. um, to be selling my expertise or skills. Or I've I've not been in this industry for a period of time. You know, some people associate it how long you've been in the industry uh, with whether you're not an expert. Some people will will add the barrier of I'm not old enough to, you know, uh, you know, teach this particular expertise. Mm -hmm. So, for example, Carl, you mentioned that I've just come out of GCSEs or I've just come out of A-levels. What if you got three A-stars in A-levels or you got a very competent grade within your whatever your specific study field was and talking to like a younger generation here now you, you it, it, by theory you have the skill you, you you passed the exam at a high level so you've if you're able to package that up in a certain way you now have the expertise in order to coach somebody teach somebody sell somebody a uh, a process on how they can do that for themselves as well yeah. because you did it and that's that's essentially the key so don't show so as you go through this try not to um put up barriers just try to keep an open mind with what we're saying and then just apply what relevant items are for yourself um that's the key and again if you are struggling with any of this what what we discussed this week uh, whether it's to do with confidence whether it's to do with belief around whether or not you're an expert then i say come chat to myself and kyle in the slack group we've worked with many people now on that particular topic, uh, helping them understand what their expertise is. So I think now it's a good time to say, uh, talk about who this is not for. Uh, maybe we, we can kick back, uh, go back and forth on a few of these ideas, but who this is specifically not for. Uh, because every week we discuss something is not going to apply to everybody. Um, you know, the, in week one, we spoke about uh, events businesses, yoga trainers, personal trainers, coaches, mentors, people who physically meet people on a one-to-one -one basis. Last week, we spoke about uh, making money online using the big list, but that also only applied to specific people in different categories, which was uh, ex uh, English as a core language. Maybe you've got a professional skill. Maybe you've got a creative skill. So it's very much going to apply to certain people and even if this week doesn't apply to you, period, that's okay because last week may have, next week may have. If there's something specific you would love for us to talk about or answer, let us know in the Slack group because then we can literally do a Q&A with you um, in the Slack group or present it as part of a week like this going forward. So do let us know. Okay, so Carl, kick it off, please. Who Who isn't this for? Um, and, then, and then maybe we just bounce back a few ideas. Sure. So the most obvious one here is for the people who, they say, oh, I've got no skills, I'm not an expert, I'm no good at anything. I'm pushing back on that and saying you are. So like for the GCSE example you just get gave, maybe you didn't get the best grades in your GCSE. You're 15, 16, you've just finished, you got A's, you did well, but you're not like top of the, um, the country or anything like that. Yeah. But you were also head of the basketball team and maybe you ran the school newspaper or something like that. You are an mm. expert in getting good grades while um, maintaining a high level of sports and community interaction or something like that. You're an expert in that particular combination. Mm. So you don't need to be the expert in biology. You need to be the expert in, okay, I'm really good at biology, but I also run this club. Um, I'm sporty and I set up an online business or something like that. Mm. It's in the intersections between different professions and between different skills that's where we can find your expertise you're an expert at being you um you're the only person who is you and you, you are the one who's an expert at that and there's going to be some value there for some people out there which you can monetize we'll talk about it a bit more so if you're thinking oh, i don't have any skills i'm not an expert in anything nonsense come and talk to us in the 
Slack chat about it and we'll help you draw out what your expertise is. The only people this isn't for are for people who know they're an expert um, or they've found out what they're an expert at, but they are unwilling to teach other people. People who have an expertise and they're like, this is mine and I'm never going to give away this knowledge. This is a trade secret. This is how I make my money. This is what makes me who I am. I'm never going to tell you what it is. Um, those people, those people who aren't willing to teach, those people who aren't willing to share, um, then they are the people who this week, this, uh, this, mm. this expert funnel is not for. If you see the world as a zero sum world where if I do well, you do badly, then this is not going to work for you. We're yeah. only interested in talking to people who have an expertise, who have skills and knowledge and want to share it with other people, understanding that that helps everybody. It helps them and it helps the people they're helping. It helps the world. Mm. Um, and if you're not really on board with that, I would say this week is not going to, it's not really going to click with you and that's fine. Um, yeah. And that's fine. And and that's okay. If that's your viewpoint or that's your model in terms of how you run uh, your particular business or within your expertise, or you may, you may have already an inner circle that you share this stuff with, but you don't really want to share it with the, with the wider world. Um, what I would say is if um, also, this also applies to people who this may not be exactly for you. Uh, and Carl, you may disagree here, but it's uh, very much so uh, does this kind of wealth generation or the way you make money also suit your personality? Does it suit your style um, in, the, in the way in which you can best make cash? So, for example, if you take me and Carl as an example, uh, many years ago, we did a personality test just to work out, you know, where are we best suited in terms, in terms of generating cash? Where do we where where does our happiness also come from? So teaching sharing our knowledge, sharing the things, our experiences, case studies, um, you know, it, look, even if a, a client pays us thousands and thousands of pounds, um, there'll be parts of that which are not very specific to this particular business that we can now share with a wider audience so that the larger pool benefits. So, for example, anybody listening to this show will benefit from the experience of somebody paying us a revenue. Now, mm -hmm. we're not going to say to you, you should be paying for this show right now. It's a case of actually we enjoy doing this. We are teachers by nature. So often people who teach this kind of subject get a bad rep because the the thing that comes back at them is, well, why are you teaching this? Surely you can make loads of money from this. Why are you not why are you not just keeping it a secret and teaching mm. uh, not teaching this to people? Well, that goes back to what Kyle says. If you are a hoarder of trade secrets and your drive is uh, your happiness comes from just making loads of cash in silent then that is a type of personality that's fine but me and carl get our happiness and uh, what works for us is through teaching through the mechanism of educating groups uh, and the online world is the best really very much the best place to do that so if you're curious about personality tests again chat to us in skype uh, slack sorry that's not this is not really the purpose for that I'd say the final note is if somebody's here and they haven't built an online business yet, but you are wanting instant cash from your expertise, then this also might not be for you. If you remember, the principle is very simple. An online business is still a business and we're going to work you through the process this week of building that online business mm. around your expert skill. But if you're if you're thinking, oh, right, I'm going to make some instant cash straight after today's show, this might not be for you. Um, Go back to last week's. We talked about this. Yeah, last week will give you some instant cash, um, but it won't build you a business. Uh, not all the categories. This week, we're focusing on building an online business around your expert niche. So it is very exciting because at the end of it, you're going to be you you have a. A formula, a blueprint in order to actually go and build a business. Yeah. Uh, so, so hopefully you know who this is not for. Um, so I, so I think that's, that hopefully summarizes it quite well. Uh, and again, it's no, it's, if it doesn't work for you, that's okay. Um, again, other weeks will apply better. Other weeks will be more exciting. You may say, actually that doesn't work for me, but the stuff Carl and Harm spoke about in week one, that works for me. So then come and discuss that with us in this in the Slack group. That's the key here. I think that's important because a lot of uh, people who teach online business or business in general or business opportunities will they'll almost market whatever they're selling as 
the way, the mm. best way to make money online. Uh, this is what you should be doing. This is the secret. The only way. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's no such thing. Like Depending on your disposition, depending on your skills, depending on what you enjoy doing, there's going to be different uh, business structures. There's going to be different ways of adding value for different people. Um, so if you're listening to this now and you're like, oh, I don't really want to be a well-known expert. I don't want to package up my expertise and my knowledge. Um, mm. That's fine. Uh, yeah. We'll probably cover something more interesting for you next week. Um, we're not yeah. going to try and you know sell everything as a the uh, the way to make money online. Yeah. No, we're, not gonna, we're not going to force you to pres- we're not going to force you to make money online and create this business. That's yeah, that's going to be up to you. Yeah, we're so um, nice. Yeah, you still have to work. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's one of the things we'll actually speak about is you yeah. know it did require working a bit. Okay, so why uh, why in particular this niche? Hmm. Um, and also there's, there's a scenario going on right now. If you're not aware, it's called COVID-19 coronavirus. What's that then? People are on lockdown. (laughs) If you're, if you've not been living without the internet, uh, you cannot escape it, but essentially we're in a strange time right now. Um, but why, why did you uh, decide actually, cause, cause Kyle actually chooses the topics, uh, unless I say, oh, can we do this this week? Mm. So what made you think of. But let's let's doing this because it's quite timely as well. Sure. So quite specifically, I mentioned this last week. I have a friend who's a really high end uh, visual effects and graphic. He does graphic work for film and TV. Really cool stuff. Uh, he's furloughed. He's been paid to sit at home and do nothing. And this is a highly skilled uh, individual who can um, his skills are being wasted right now. Yeah. There's a lot of talent in the world. I think globally now. This is just one example, but there's a lot of talent that is not being used. People are either unemployed or underemployed. It's wasted talent. So what I'm suggesting, and I think this is a good business model anyway, but right now it really makes sense is to take all of that knowledge, take all of that expertise, and start to package it up into products. Um, you're probably thinking right now, I don't want to buy a book. We're not talking about that. We're going to be talking about lots of different types of products. Mm. A book is one of them, but don't suddenly panic and be like, oh, I don't want to write a book because that's not it. Um, we're going to package up this expertise and get it out into the world. There's a lot of learners out there at the moment as well because people are sitting at home like, what shall I do? Hmm. Um, and we will make a bit of money while we're doing it. We're going to create a business based on your expertise, based on yeah. the product from your knowledge. Yeah. And if you are in that fortunate position where you now have time, but your income is okay, you know, your income is continuing to come in, then great. Then what we're saying is at the start of this week, we're, it's all about, we're going to be leveraging the idea that we do have time in order to create a product that can generate us an income, even when we go and carry on with our normal day job, normal work. So this can be a supplementary income. It can be a bonus income. Uh, it can drip feed small amounts of income through you, uh, to you as time goes by. But this is, we're not saying just sacking the boss or leave the work job tomorrow. What we're saying is now we've got some time, let's leverage it and start to create something using everything we know in the background. Um, so that's the focus here. Now, there's this kind of business is categorized. I mean, a, a buzzword which has sort of jumped out in the last I don't know, I feels like the last five, six years is info entrepreneur um, or the or an infopreneur. So those, it's kind of the buzzword that's jumped out. What's your thoughts on that? So I think it's Ty Lopez who's probably popularized this. Is basically the idea of the most perfect product you can produce online. We'll talk about this in detail, but is information. Because uh, information unlike selling a chair or an oven information is very easy to sell you can deliver it very easily um there's a few different benefits to digital uh, products that we'll talk about now but i think infopreneur is based on this marketing of information because information is the most pure form of Mm. digital uh, content it is the most almost the most pure form of online business that you can set up um, and as such, it has been thrown around as like the thing that you should be doing. Uh, you should be selling information. Um, an infopreneur or information entrepreneur has become this buzzword around this. It doesn't devalue the fact that selling information, selling knowledge is still a very valuable thing to do. It's just mm. often it's been packaged up into these get rich quick courses where you are selling information that either you didn't necessarily make 
uh, or you haven't added much value to it. Um, so you might be selling the same information as a thousand other people. And then based on business principles, you're not going to make any money from that. Uh, yeah. What we're talking about is you as the expert are actually going to produce something of value um, and put that out into the world. So that's going to be the main difference between what we're talking about this week and the get rich quick version of info information marketing is that you are genuinely going to have to create something valuable first. Yeah, absolutely. So this is not, um, this is not saying you're going to create a product and it's going to make somebody a multimillionaire overnight. Uh, you know, seven steps to become a multimillionaire, unless you, it might do, I mean, good on you if you can do that, but that's going to be based on the value of the information you're producing. Yes. Of this, yes. this stuff that you'll see online about, hey, seven steps to become a millionaire. They just take um, like out of print eBooks and stuff like that, put new covers on and uh, and remarket them. So mm. th- th- there's no actual value creation. You're going to be creating something valuable. So that's why we said at the beginning of the week, sorry, 10 minutes ago, um, so, yeah. <laughs> not the beginning of the week, 10 minutes ago, there is going to be work involved. You are going to have to actually create something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the other common thing before we get into why this is a great business, the other common thing is I have to be selling an information product or package, which involves somebody else making money. Now that's a big, uh, it's a, it is a big, big misconception because actually, no, if you take last week, what if your information product teaches somebody how to do digital graphic work or digital art on uh, where is it here on an iPad? You know, what if it, what if you teach somebody how to create this image and be able to put it onto a cover, which can then be put onto iPad covers as an example. So what if it taught people how to become editors? Ultimately, a lot of things end up with somebody benefiting financially, depending on if it's a job, a freelance gig or a particular kind of business, but it doesn't have to be. Um, It can also be uh, teaching people how to uh, speak Chinese, you know, something Carl has done in the past and actually continues to do. So the result could be they they have a financial gain, but also it could be that they learn something new. They get to explore a new idea that they've always wanted to try. So I did a calligraphy class, uh, you know, me, me and my mom and Gina went to do a calligraphy class live with lady who does calligraphy for the royal family. So it was like quite a cool experience. But that was more of a, hey, I want to learn this item because I'm actually quite curious about it. Um, and that was live. Now, what if that was packaged up as a digital item? it would have the same benefit for me. So think outside the box here. Think about not only what skill set can you or expertise can you share with somebody to make them money? That's not always the case here. Um, There's plenty of information out there which is packaged up to just teach somebody something. A great example is Russell Brunson. So Russell Brunson is one of these uh, info entrepreneurs. He he runs a software company called ClickFunnels. But Mm -hmm. in his first information uh, product and his information business was teaching people how to make a spud cannon, which is basically a way to blast potatoes using a big, long piece of tubing, hundreds and hundreds of feet. Um, So he went out, I think it was with his brother or his mate, and they shot videos about how to build a spud cannon. And it's videos, some, I think some PDF plans of how you put the spud cannon together, um, what type of PVC piping to get from Home Depot, that kind of stuff. Uh, And that was his first product. Is that making people money? Is that helping people professionally? No, but <laughs> he packaged up information that he had, um, that he had mm. learned, and he made a business out of that. Yeah. So again, it doesn't have to be professional. It doesn't have to be money related. Just a lot of stuff out there is, a lot of the information courses are about making money. Um, yeah. It doesn't mean yours has to be. No, it could be calligraphy. It could be spud cannons. It could be calligraphy for spud cannons. I don't know. Yeah, like, There mm. are different niches. Mm as we as we found out when we do our research and explore okay so why is this uh, maybe we take in turns to talk about the different items on our notes but why is this a great business what's the advantages of creating a business like this sure so information businesses as we just mentioned are kind of the most pure digital online business and because of this there are some massive advantages um first up what, what do you mean by pure what does that mean there's, there are no atoms involved. It's all bits. There's no physical goods. There's no um, inventorying. There's no, for example, okay. So 
my first big business that we just mentioned is helping people learn to read and write Chinese. The first product I had were these posters. They were about, <laughs> they, were, they were huge. They were A0. So, oh, that's humongous. Yeah, A0 they were printed on. The whole bookshelf, yeah. Yeah, massive. So this thing was like a meter and a half long and it rolled up and I think it weighed like four kilos and I had them printed in China and then they were being sent mainly to America, Canada uh, and Europe. This, <laughs> If you're trying to send anything around the world, the worst thing you can possibly do is having something that's very long and very heavy. Also, it could bend. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So unless I use reinforced boxes, which weighed even more, it would bend and they'd get ruined. So my first product was this, this very heavy, long, cumbersome thing that I had to ship around the world. I made very little to no money because I would sell it for $20 or whatever, and it cost me $20 to send it to Canada, nothing. I then pivoted into digital goods. So I would basically sell people the same, I would send them the PDF of this A0 poster and instructions about how they can get it printed for $5 at a nearby print shop. I sold that for nearly the same price, um, but I wasn't spending all of that money getting it shipped or anything like that because it was a purely digital good. It was a mm. PDF that I sent to them. Um, and, and profits just went through the roof because of that. So it's no cost to manufacture, uh, no cost to distribute. You don't have your goods sitting in a warehouse accumulating dust and costing money. Mm -hmm. um, so once you create it, once it's created for the first time um, in business lingo, there's no marginal cost to sell it. Um, it doesn't cost you any more to sell a thousand units than it does to sell one. Um, yeah. No difference. Yeah, because in a conventional business, every time you sell another unit comes with that marginal cost mm -hmm. uh, whether it's labor cost whether it's the shipping logistics inventory rental uh, if you sell a thousand items you may have to upgrade your storage center uh, you may have to if you're even if you're getting it stored somewhere else you may have to pay them a higher rent because they're using more storage so it comes with additional costs whereas the digital, digital good just doesn't which is so yeah. exciting Tell um, me about it. don't sell posters <laughs> Don't sell posters, exactly. Uh, uh, so number two is you get a higher profit margin. Carl's example there was fantastic because if you take the poster example, um, the profit margin essentially is everything that's left after all of these costs have been put into place. The cost of his time, you know, if you if you build his time for going to the post office, the cost of the printing, the cost of the packaging that it's purchased, the cost of the postal. Now, in Carl's example, the profit margin maybe had been 1% to 2%, left over after all was said and done as an example he said he made no money could be zero percent and if the calculations are wrong here you could also end up on every product sell actually having a loss on every product sell i had Where, that with brazil whenever i had to send to brazil i would lose money for every single <laughs> time <laughs> sorry sorry no shipping sorry, to brazil. Brazil. sorry. so <laughs> so if you take the Prof, if you take the profit margin of a digital product, once it's created the first time, and some analytical people may say, let me factor the cost in my pounds per hour against the product, but more products you sell, the profit margin increases to the point where whatever the price is, less any uh, e-commerce shop subscription items, and you can really simplify this where you can cut out a lot of those costs, very small, that is what's left. So say, for example, you've got the digital poster, and it costs you, I don't know, according to that sale, two ninety nine to ha to have the e commerce set up, or five ninety nine, and you sell the product for twenty quid. Now you've got essentially fifteen pound, and as a percentage, it's about seventy five percent profit margin there. That's high compared to a typical non let's call it a non pure business, even a non pure online business. They can also have that challenge. So high profit margins is number two. Yep. So you'd expect about 80% profit, whereas mm. in a physical business, if you have a 10 to 15% profit margin, you're doing well. You're, you're like over the moon. Yeah. 15% is amazing for offline business. Yep. So also connected to this, once you've got it all set up, it becomes automatic. I don't want to use the word passive income. Um, mm. We'll use automatic instead. <laughs> yeah, we, we are going to have to touch on it. Um, so when you do most work, when you have a job, you're your work is it, the value you're creating um, and how much you're paid is always going to be tied to how many hours you work. Um, that's why we have terms like hourly wage, how much you get paid per hour, and even things like the annual salary I get. 
50,000 a year or whatever it is. These are tied to time. And this is a very industrial revolution kind of um, way of thinking about how we get paid. Um, and we're very used to this is just how we talk about salary. We don't talk about abstract numbers. We talk about per hour or per year. Um, and the only way to earn more money generally is to either get a raise um, or just work more hours in the day. But there's only a limit to how many hours mm. we work per day or per week or per month, um, which means it's impossible for us to to 10x or 100x or 1000x how much we are getting paid um, if it's tied to our time, because we just do not have a thousand more hours to work. So instead, we need to be smart. We need to set up business systems. Um, that work independent of us. So things that keep selling, even though we're not there, so we can continue to generate income um, that is not tied to our hourly rate. Um, are you drawing Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrant? I am. I bet you are. Yeah. You know it, you know it. Okay, so th there it is. A very simplified version. And I would recommend anybody read the book, which is uh, Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Cash Flow, Cash Flow Quadrant. I think it's the second or third book in the series. Second? Yeah. Yeah, second. So Rich Dad, Poor Dad was the original, which is, you know, let me let me invest in assets that generate me an income. And that's a, almost a first core principle. Now, in Cash Flow Quadrant, he explains that even better with this sort of diagram. So where Carl spoke about the money, uh, we're trading time for money we're now dealing in the employed sector and the self-employed sector so they have their pros and cons look every quadrant will have its pros and cons but the idea is if you're even listening to the show that there's going to be a want to get to self from employed to self-employed there's going to be a desire to do that but now self-employed you know yes you get paid potentially more than employed you have more control you have more time freedom you know if you if you like your pajamas work in your pajamas great um, it, there's lots of benefits to that and it, it often means you can it almost pick and choose if you nail this you can pick and choose who your clients are what kind of work you would like to do and it's great over time you can build a brand with this as well so it does work but it still requires you in the in the general part to trade time for money yep now what we want to do is get to this side of the quadrant where we no longer have to trade time for money Instead, what we're doing is we're put, building a system, we're building assets. In this case, it's a digital asset or an online business as the asset, which will then pay us regardless of what time of the day it is. So we no longer have to trade time for money. We are trading our energy to create this in advance, which will then continue to pay us uh, ongoing. And that's where the philosophy of passive income comes from. Mm -hmm. Um, so, we're, so we're focusing on the business part. Now, what Robert Kiyosaki has evolved over time is because when this was written, the online business world wasn't it. Like it wasn't out there. People weren't necessarily generating revenue online as a passive income. It was very much uh, property, real estate, uh, stocks and shares, trading was the mechanism. Now, online business very much falls into this category uh, in a big way. Now, investing is the final part. It's not part of this discussion. But essentially, if somebody like myself and Kyle had a passive income, you could purchase that or purchase a percentage of that to now create yeah. uh, income, which is where your money works hard for you. That's a different conversation. Yeah, it's using your money to make money rather than your assets to make money. Mm. But that's not what we're talking about. So you just touched on the idea of passive income. And again, I know I showed this last week. It's a bit boring, but this is more... There we go, my broken screen. Yeah. Um, you can see that's this morning that was 30 pounds. I woke up and that was just in my account. Um, so that is money that comes in while I'm sleeping. Um, Correct. So, so that took a lot of work up front to create the products. This is actually, so bizarrely enough, this is the digital version of the poster that I just mm. talked about. Fantastic. Um, so that so, was- so, so for some context, mm. how long ago uh, did you create that? About five years. Okay, so let me get let, let, let's put this into context here. Um, five years ago, Kyle created a digital product, which he's still getting paid for today. Mm -hmm. um, let's not worry about the amount. Let's not worry about the frequency. That's not the, that's not the discussion here because you can optimize all of those. Um, but five years ago, he created this digital product, which he's still making money for. Yeah. I think that's the part which should sink in here. I created a handful of PDFs and some videos, put them on a website, and yep. And then this morning I woke up and there was 30 pounds. 
Um, so that's impressive. That's just one product. Obviously, you can have multiple products. You can have multiple online businesses all ticking away and bringing that kind of money in or a lot more money um, over time. And it's that's when you do reach this passive idea. The risk, or not the risk, the, um, the problem I personally have with the idea of passive income is it makes it sound like you're getting money for nothing and you don't have to do any work. That's not true. You need to do work up front. Um, you need to create something of value that people want in the world. Um, and then for that, uh, then after that point, yes, people will continue to pay you for that. Mm. Um, mm. But when, when we use passive, it makes it sound easy. You do yes. need to do work up front. Yes. And, and the work, you know, if you used to say, right, what, what harms, what is the work that's required? I would say uh, a nice model uh, that I like to use is, I'll, I'll sketch this up. So the first thing to write down, if you, if you, if you have a piece of paper is, I'll sketch this up really quickly is, and if you're listening to this, uh, on the podcast versus watching us in the video is this is a really simple, uh, and Carl's got more, uh, when we, when we include this in our workshops, there's a more uh, detailed version of a learning process, but essentially there's a triangle and there's three levels to the triangle. Level one is getting a knowledge, a foundational level knowledge. That's at the bottom. That's at the bottom of that uh, triangle. It's the base. The base is getting foundational knowledge. This week, if you're looking at an expert online business, becomes your foundational knowledge. Okay. Now, once you know and you are comfortable and you say, actually, this is exactly what I would like to do. Now you start to specialize. Now, specializing will be now getting getting to know all of the finer details on how do I exactly implement this? So you're going to get part of that this week, but it's going to be generalized because we're speaking to a whole audience. We don't know what's special about you, your expertise, and the best way to market it specifically. So then we specialize. Then the final bit is, which anybody who's got a successful business will know you need a coach, a mentor, a success, somebody to support you through that process or somebody who's been there. So for example, if I had not met Kyle before, Carl's talking about passive income. Okay, Carl, show me an example of that. Okay, here's some, here's 30 quid I made last night. Last night, which is also a, a missing component there, is not time dependent. Carl was probably fast asleep when that when that triggered. Mm -hmm. Now, that was five years ago. This is kind of the model that we implemented. Talk to me about your model. Let's coach you so that you can have something similar in your life. So if you're learning anything, that's a nice uh, process to go down. So you can get, go and get lots of foundational knowledge and you can do that every single week on the bbo show a new piece of foundational knowledge and when you're ready then you can jump in and specialize so then you can ask us some more specific questions uh, before you specialize and that's what the slack group was designed for uh, one of the reasons anyway okay so that was i went, I went off on one about no, no, no. <laughs> yeah so we are going to cover the basics this week um and depending on what your niche is depending on what your product idea is depending on whether like what kind of form you want to put your content in. Maybe you're a writer, maybe you prefer being in audio or on video, etc. Depending on these things, the actual um, specifics are going to, going to differ, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, but that's what the Slack group is for. That's why we're here. Absolutely. Okay, so what sort of business model? Um, because yes, we're talking about a macro business model. Now there can be a, a business model within that, which is... Uh, is going to be based on your expertise, but how can people just something just to get them a thought a th as a thought exercise to start going, uh, processing this, what's a good way for them to start to understand what should be their business model within this category? Yep. So this comes back to the question of what your expertise is, what you are, you know, what have you, what have you mastered? What kind of um, information can you impart to other people? The, what we're going to do with the business model is we are going to help people get to where you are right now. Mm -hmm. um, and if you start with that in mind, that makes it a lot easier. So I like to think of this as, let's say you are you, you know what you know, um, you do what you do. And a recent graduate from college or university has come to you and they've said, look, I really respect what you do. I, I want to get into your field. Um, what do I do? Imagine you're meeting that person for coffee. And you have an hour to chat to them and say, all right, if I were you and if I were in your position, I would do this, I would do this, and I would do this. 
that's a conversation that a lot of you can have. Um, probably if you mentor or coach, or even if you give advice in any way, you've probably done this already. All we're gonna be doing is taking that basic conversation, that hour that you spend with a recent graduate over coffee, giving them a bit of advice. We're gonna take that and we're gonna package it up. We're gonna turn that into a product for anybody out there who is interested in learning what it is you know. Mm. Anybody mm. who wants to get to where you are and have success in whatever area you have expertise in. Um, I think that's the easiest way to think about the basis of this business model is we're going to be answering questions, we're going to be helping people solve problems, and we're going to be helping them get to where you are now. And if yeah. somebody asked you to sit down for a coffee and do that with you, uh, with them, you'd probably have no problem doing it. Think of it that way, and we're just going to make a business off that. Exactly. Um, so I think you've, you've, you've nailed that, uh, and nothing to add there. Um, okay, so the next question that comes into play is, um, what does this mean? Okay, ha I've had that discussion. I know what my expertise is. Um, I I've nailed it. If, again, if you're unsure what that is, you know, me and Carl can guide you through a whole bunch of questions. We can even create a new Slack channel, which is a specific topic area for this discussion on to help you understand what could your expertise be. We mentioned at the start, but it's just a reminder. So have that conversation with us. So if we now assume that somebody knows what their expertise is, they know what they would like to share with the world and create an online business for what does that look like as a product it's not quite a service yet but what does it look like as a product yeah we'll get to service after um, yeah cause we, cause we, because we want it to be uh if you go back to the advantages of this we want it to be digital we want the high profit margins we want the low uh cost of inventory holding all those advantages that come with this we want that um, yep. in place. So we're starting with a digital product. That's the key here. Yep. Um, so the main thing here is you need to be delivering information. You need to be teaching. You need to be showing people how to get to where you are. So mm. we're educating. There are different formats we can use for this. Um, as mentioned before, it could be an ebook. It could be a checklist. Uh, it could be a video course. It could be live calls, or that's more of a service. It could be. Um... Okay, so I actually, whilst you're describing this, I'm going to sketch it. Yep. Because what we can do is expand in. Okay, let, let me rephrase the question a bit, which is, what would the first product be? So, so, so what would the what what's the idea of the entire thing? And and just for if you're listening to this, hopefully you've got the understanding that we're we're educating, we're providing an information. Uh, packets with providing a packaged piece of information for somebody so in what would the first product be and then what would the products thereafter be because if somebody's listening to this they, they're probably going to think okay well uh, and you're probably right to assume this to a certain extent okay that hour's coffee if i digitize that and i turn that into a product i could probably charge 10 15 quid for it but is that enough for me to create an entire online business? Mm -hmm. um, that might be the thing they say. So let's maybe talk them through a journey, uh, what we would call a value ladder. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. So it's not over. It's not complicated too much. So there is a very classic uh, digital information product uh, ladder. So you start with very easy to consume, free, or low cost information. Um, so generally, for this, you'd use a blog. You might be posting on social media. Uh, nowadays, it might be a podcast. So it's free. It's a way to get, get people in, interested. You're starting to give away information, um, and uh, that's it's easily consumable and not yet the basis of a business, but it's a way to get your message out into the world and start getting noticed. That's the first part. After that, you want some form of product which allows you to encapsulate all of that free information you've been um, putting out in the world, but make it more consumable and more actionable for the people who want to learn from you. Um, generally, the first step here would be um, an ebook, but I'm talking about a short ebook. I'm not talking about a 300 page book. I'm talking about a 50 page kind of guide, a quick start guide or a package of resources and checklists, something just to get people moving. Again, this is going to be low cost. This is when we're talking about $10, $15, but you can sell it to a large amount of people. Um, it's an encapsulation of all of the free stuff you've been pu putting out there, but in a much more uh, concentrated form for people who just want to get on with it. They want to take action. Mm. Um, 
a, a short ebook would be the traditional way to do it, but it could also be a short course. So I'm talking about video one, course. two hours. Yeah, one or two yeah. hours video course, which you record once and then you get it hosted on a website and you charge uh, $20, $30 for it. And that's another way to do it. Um, so first we had free stuff, which is out blog, podcast, whatever. Then we have a low cost item. That's either going to be an ebook or a short video course for about 10 to $30. Um, then we're going to have our kind of core full paid offers. This is going to be a full course that might be seven, eight, ten hours more uh, video course. Uh, there will be a book. Now this one is a proper book. This might be a couple of hundred pages. Um, these would be the two core ones. But then you might you might want to start sprinkling in services at this point. So it might be things like consultation and mentoring, might be speaking events, um, etc. I don't want to go into the services too much, but the basic yeah. idea with services is because they are reliant on your time, because they're reliant on access, that means that um, you have to charge more for them. So whereas a lot of experts would start with consultation and start with mentoring, we're putting them at the back end of our value ladder um, and charging a lot more for them because we have the low cost digital products beforehand. Hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, you probably any, have any more, things. any more areas and then I'll yeah. summarize the diagram. Sure. Then you might have premium offers. Um, so people have had kind of the core offer, which might be the video course or the book. Then you have premium off offers like mastermind, um, which would be a small group of people all trying to, uh, all with the same goal who are brought together and maybe you um, you jump into that group and you help them with their goals. You might have things like retreats where you actually take the people who want to learn from you um, and you go on a physical retreat somewhere. Again, this is tied to your time. Um, so these are very high costs. And then you'll have things like membership sites where people are paying a monthly subscription. Um, and for that, they get some kind of access to you. They get some kind of uh, exclusive content. Um, yeah. so these are all premium offers. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, so uh, that's some great examples there. So let me summarize that with a diagram. Uh, I've added a bit more information than I normally would, but let's, let's assume now, right, this is the scale and this is also the scale of the work. So on this side, uh, and if you're watching the, if you're listening to this, then I would say definitely come and watch this part of this uh, episode. Uh, and, and that would be on the, the the blog, the website at the time that gets produced. And that's bbo.show. So come check this out there. Okay. So on the left, it's easily consumable and requires less work from you in regards to time. Okay. That's the process here. Now, in terms of revenue that you're going to get from that, that will also be low revenue. Mm -hmm. So it could be free, it could be very little. Now on the other extreme, it means that it's more difficult for the person to consume, i.e. you're probably going to have less customers in this area here, but, and it does require more work from yourself, but the income goes through the roof in compared to this side of the value ladder or this classic model or in terms of presenting your information and packaging your information up. So to summarize the steps there, and I've, I've, I've made this even more simpler than what Kyle explained, because there was a lot more detail in there for, for when you was listening. So the first thing is a free, easily consumable piece of uh, product, uh, digital information that's available. And we're not going into how you do this, the formats it should be in, it's just understanding this ladder. And the next is a short, actionable guide. Now, this is something where, look, people are interested and they want to put it into action. People here, again, if you go back to the knowledge ladder, this is about getting knowledge. Now, this is about putting into action and start to specialize in certain areas. Now, when they really want to specialize, this is where they get access to the full information product. Uh, and it's important to present it here because often people have the misconception of, and sorry, I know you can't see my face here, but people have the misconception of, Oh, great. Okay. So you're monetizing the things, you know, well, yes, to an extent, because if I place this over here, um, how many people are genuinely, genuinely going to take action on it and how many people are genuinely going to benefit from it? So this process also helps guide people to put it into action. Now, those who want to interact with you, get access to you and benefit from your premium products. That's the final step here. Now, it's going to be more people here and less people here, 
typically that's the way this works but the revenue increases here and you you make less here so for example if we take kyle's digital poster if at some point somebody wants one-on-one -on -one time with kyle to learn chinese in within that specific business that would be over here but the first but the short actionable guide that they purchased from him was his digital poster which means it's well, uh let me jump in with the actual uh, funnel there. So, okay. so the free and easily consumable at zero is an A4 poster that you can download and it has something called the Chinese radicals on it. It's like the Chinese alphabet. That's not true, but it's similar enough. Free, you had to give me your email address and you got this PDF. Great. The short actionable guide was a video series I created. I believe it was about an hour and a half long it's called first week in chinese and it's basically saying all right you're learning chinese these are the things you should be covering in the first week to kind of get a grasp of how the methodology of how to learn chinese so that was a couple of hours i think it was 17 dollars um that's a short actionable guide mm -hmm. the full information product is something called the sensible chinese character course bit of a mouthful it is 97 dollars that's about seven or eight hours of video um, teaching you the methodology for learning Chinese characters. So the stack was free for a PDF, $17 for a short course where you could kind of uh, judge whether you liked my teaching style and whether you wanted to invest in something a bit higher. And then the full product was $97 for a seven to eight long uh, hour long course. Mm. Um, for that particular business, I did not stack any premiums. Uh, any premium offers on there but as Harmina says it would have been you know a consultation mentoring a mastermind some kind of membership program maybe getting people into a room and teaching them these techniques etc mm. so much higher cost and lower numbers yeah and that business that Carl just described to you there falls into this category here and it's extremely powerful so that's that's the focus so hopefully that helps because that's um uh, that should give some that concept there can we, can we give another concrete example? Because I think it's yeah. simple. So can, can I, can we see the thing again? Yeah. Uh, chart. again? So let's say you are our favorite niche yoga teachers who we talked about um, in week one. The first free and easily consumable might be a set of uh, YouTube videos that you have up. So it's totally free. People can check out what you do. They can check out your classes, uh, the basics on YouTube. Great, that's what Yoga with Adrian does. Um, and she has built a multi-million uh, dollar company based on first giving away free information. So that's free, easily consumable. Short actionable guide might be, okay, you like what we do. Maybe you want something more structured. So here is a 30 day program. Um, it is a 30 page PDF, which has, you know, the beginners, maybe a beginner course, advanced course, intermediate, something like that. Yeah. And you yeah. charge, let's say $7. Mm. maybe $15, yeah. uh, a small amount of money, but it's kind of the first product that people buy um, and you start to generate a bit of cash and that's great. The full product will be, let's say, six months worth of... Um... Well, let's go back. I've got a good example. Oh, right? yeah, sorry, it go could on. be Master the Downward Dog. Okay, so the short actionable guide could be Master the Downward Dog or whatever the other poses are. Just just swap that. Sure, so apologies, that's all I know. Yeah. So, yeah. So a couple of quid. Um, it is a PDF that is 30 pages on like really nailing the, a foundational move in yoga, the downward dog. Yes. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, the full information product might be a video course. Um, it's different videos to what are available on YouTube, but this is 30 hours worth of videos to guide you through a 30 day process of getting started in yoga and yeah. it costs uh, Forty-seven dollars. Yeah, and and it, it, if your theme is mastering moves, it could be master the the thirty most important yoga moves um, yep. there are, or whatever. So that's that would be the full information product somebody could buy. Yeah, okay. agree. Um, that. And then the premium product would be okay. Now you've built this reputation as this great yoga teacher. Now you can actually tour the country or even the world and host sessions based on this. And you're charging, I imagine, quite a lot of money for people to attend these sessions and to learn from you. Mm. Um, so at that point, yes, maybe you are using your time, but your uh, the revenue per hour is going to be huge because people trust you they like you um they've purchased their other products and that allows you to command a much higher price yeah and i think at the premium 
priced offer i mean this is just a classic example that we're saying you could go uh, share your expertise on the stage group classes but that is now you've built a business and you've got a following and you've got a fan base um or however you want to describe that that community that that will want to purchase your premium product that can be whatever you like it to be it could be individual access it could be group access it could be online only uh, you could do what Carl did within one of his businesses which was to say actually there's no premium product here because I don't want to exchange my time within this category you know I I built an online business that creates a passive income um I remember the warnings we've associated with that because, because he's done the work up front it now has become passive so it, that that part is whatever it, it is to you same as this process here and I'm sure we're going to go into uh, different formats what what how to uh really work out what goes into each part of a value that ladder in terms of what is the best result orientated approaches what format what styles but that's not for today that's yep. not that's not the key here the key here is to focus on um understanding what i think if you used to take one thing away today and to have a discussion with us in the slack group is what is my expert business that i would like to create on online that i'm going to do the work for that i'm going to have the passion in and the enjoyment and the love for this expert business that I would love to build online that's the focus today um, can i flip that around quickly yes the question is what can i help people with what problems mm, love that can i help so yeah. that whole chart that you've just seen you are basically answering the same problem um in but with different levels of detail along the way so it might be how the problem might be okay i want to maintain flexibility and i want to learn yoga how do i learn yoga um and then the free videos is a way to start off the uh, the low cost guide about mastering the downward dog is a way to kind of expand on that moving up into a full video course that you pay for and even you know, if you really want to go for it the live sessions mm, i love that so just to put that on top because that's carl you nailed that actually which is answering someone's problem how can you help somebody answer their problem because ultimately they're the one who's going to be buying um so i like that flip uh, and i think if you have that joint combination which is number one is helping it has to come from the, that place first which is helping answering somebody's problem and then the other intersection is what do you actually enjoy doing like doing have a skill set and expertise in now you've got you know i think that common thing which is somebody who wants to pursue their passion uh, their uh, what they love in life i think that's getting closer now to that place rather than just creating uh, products for the sake of it which yes will make you money but it's just creating an answering somebody's problem where you may not genuinely be the expert in here so i think that's another caveat which is you have to genuinely be the expert here not just re because there's lots of people out there who are very good at repurposing information and selling it as if they are the expert we're not we're not we're staying away from that area as well mhm i mean if you are going to repurpose information make sure you add something to it you need to <laughs> make it easier to consume you need to teach it mm. in a better way um cuz let's be honest the information is out there like information there. is very easy to find so any individual or any company who thinks they have this kind of secret information that they can't tell people the information is there if somebody really wants to find that information they can piece mm. it together from youtube they can piece it together from books what you are offering is not just information but a way for people to um make their way through the information like i could just if somebody asked me a question i could just throw a book at them and say here read this they probably won't read it whereas exactly. if we guide them through these micro steps like oh start with what watch my videos and then maybe here's a 30 page pdf and then yeah. okay if you've got through that kind of stuff then check out this 5 hour course if That's i just too soon yeah if i just gave them um the full answer straight away they uh they, they won't consume that content they won't learn anything from it this is mm. a common mistake as well which is worth talking about whenever we talk about digital products like this and put your expertise into a some kind of product people are like oh like, yeah i need to write a book and then they rush off and they write this 300 page ebook which they then give people in exchange for an email address on the website so imagine i'm on my phone and i found this thing it's like oh, i kind of i'm interested in learning about this so i sign up and i get this free ebook i now have a a 300 page ebook on my telephone am i going to read that am i going to move forward am i going to mm. progress with learning about this skill from this expert yeah no, no it's too overwhelming no, bite size you start small 
still delivering a huge amount of value, but it needs to be consumable. And mm. then you work up to something like an ebook. Um, yeah. So if you are yeah. thinking about rushing off and you're drafting up an ebook, settle down, <laughs> calm down. We're going to show you how you yeah. ease people in, which also means that this is great for you. Um, you don't need to go and spend six months writing a book. You can start with um, much easier to produce, uh, much faster to produce pieces of value first, and then we escalate from there. Yeah, ab absolutely. Uh, that's a that's a such a powerful point because if you look at if you if you said okay, you, you approached me and Kyle, and we both presented you with the same topic that we're talking about today. But I, the first interaction we had together was I gave you a book, a 300 page ebook. And I said, look, you're going to learn everything you need to do learn in this 300 page ebook It's free. I just want your email address. Whereas Kyle says, I'm not going to give you a 300 page email, uh, a 300 page ebook. What I'm going to do is spend an hour with you on YouTube and just talk to you about some of the starting points mm. of creating an online expert business, an info business that you can create and make money from in the future but we're just going to start with an hour um, otherwise it's going to be way too much information and see if you like it before you dive in to this 300 page book or something like that now as a listener maybe you can let us know in the slack group who would you select uh, my gut feeling says i would select carl in this example very much because i need to discover it i need to i need to go on this path of discovery to see if it's for me um, that's, that's, and I wish people would make education, just full on education decisions like that. Anyway, like, you know, some people would enroll onto an entire university degree without discovering it first. Um, most I know people, most people say, I was no education. Yeah. No education. Whereas if there's a process of discovering, we can then narrow down because if you're, if you're the people you're actually selling your product to actually get to this point after going through this process whatever you're teaching them the one of the best feedback mechanisms of what you're teaching is if they actually do it they implement it and they're super pleased with their output and even the, the ultimate mechanism is they go and surpass your teaching and go and do something even better or cooler or even different to what you're doing that's this whole spread of art and culture which is amazing yeah. so i think that's where we want to get people to rather than just hitting them and overwhelming them. So uh, I think before we finish off, Kyle, um, today, we, today we're, we're very much giving you the foundation on what we're going to be covering this week. Um, so maybe you can just talk into that space um, for about, a little while. About, about, the about, about the rest of the week, essentially, yeah. Sure. So um, the way we're structuring a lot of these weeks is based on a framework we call Baton, which is, um, let me get this right. I'll write it. Yeah. Is that right? Nah, so hard to do. So we have business, audience, tribe, offer, and network. Suppose baton together. Um, what we've kind of been covering today is the business part of it, is what is the value you're going to be creating and putting out into the world uh, for what particular market? So we've just talked about how your basic value add, what your business is going to be doing, is answering the question of how does somebody learn how to do this? Like, how, how do you answer their questions? That's how we're going to be building an expert business. So we started talking about that today. And then through the week, we're going to be moving into audience. So how do we get people interested in what it is we're doing? How do we start to attract people to us? Tribe, that is, okay, a million people have watched my videos or read my blog article and not all of them are going to care about what I have to say, and that's fine. We are interested in bringing towards us a tribe of people who really care about what it is we do. Of that million people, we might only have 1,000. That's fine. It's going to be a 1,000 diehard fans that whatever we do, uh, they are interested, they're, they're sharing, they're excited, they're talking about it. We don't really care about this 1 million as much as we do this 1,000 diehard here. Um, then once we have this group, this tribe, we can start talking about offer. This is where we're generating revenue. Um, this is what are we selling to this group of people who are interested in what we do. Um, and we've already looked at the value ladder or the traditional classical value ladder today of going from free stuff, which we used to build an audience um, to kind of low cost stuff. And that's where the tribe starts to come into play. And then we have our core offer, our core, um, our core sale, 
followed by the premium. And that's what we're going to be talking about on Thursday. And then Friday, we're going to be kind of wrapping it all up, um, summarizing what we've been talked about over the week, as well as answering any Q&A that we've received from the community. Um, to ask those questions, come into the Slack group. We have people asking questions already. I need to be better and hold off and answer them on Friday. Um, because my natural tendency is just to jump in and answer. Um, but we will be servicing the community and the group in that sense. Um, so if you do watch over the week and you have questions related to what we're talking about this week, drop them in the Slack channel and we will address them directly to you on the Friday. Absolutely. So there we go. So that's, uh, I, I had a diagram there. So uh, as Carl was describing it, you're just working through the week. Yep. And the reason we have that process in place is it's, it's massively important to understand what the business is first, then attract the audience, then get the get almost get permission from people in order to offer them or market to them our particular offer. Then we offer it to them and then we scale accordingly when the business can afford to scale accordingly. So that's typically the flow. What we often see is somebody will go, Okay, I've got an expert business, and hopefully you've avoided this now by following us this week in the BBO show. I've got an expert business. I'm going to teach people how to do yoga. Right, great. They immediately go and try sell somebody something on this. Um, well done. You're, you're joining the other people selling stuff online. Now, how do you cut through that noise, and how do you get people to genuinely buy from you uh, with as low a friction as possible? Well, we actually go and focus on the audience and tribe section. Yep. So think about the A, T, and O as the online marketing part and the business is understanding what the online business part is in advance. The whole process makes up an online business. But each of them have each part or component has a different um, purpose it serves and yep. there's techniques and tools within that. And that's all the kind of stuff that we'll be sharing with you. Yep. So that's what we're covering this week. Um, remember, Slack group, description below. Um, if you are in lockdown, if you just want some extra cash and income, the big list of income generation during lockdown, that link is available below. That'll be updated to 250 items. We are working in the background on creating a fantastic directory uh, on the bbo.show website, which you can then just quickly filter, find something that appeals to you very quickly based on kind of the stuff that we spoke about last week. Uh, and then number three, finally, don't forget, forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook. Uh, it's important, otherwise you'll miss the announcement. Uh, you'll miss the live notification that we go live 12 o'clock every day on YouTube and thereafter on the other platforms. Uh, Twitch, I'm not sure what the, the, the call to action is there or the, or the way that somebody subscribes or follows, uh, but Facebook is follow, YouTube is subscribe. I'm sure there's a completely different word for Twitch. Yes. Uh, so that's us. There's, there's someone who pays. So yeah. Yeah. You can awesome. follow us. You can follow us on Twitch. Follow us as many places as possible, but talk to us in Slack. That's yes. the that's the message. Awesome. Right. Thanks for uh, putting that together today.